Welcome to the Daily Word from the Fountain, heard weekdays at 4 p.m. on Life Radio WIFI. Stay tuned for today's encouraging and inspirational message. There's many of you know who is coming to the platform. Some of you don't know. For those of you who don't know, I will introduce him. But his name is Reverend Ron McManus. See, everybody clapping knows him. I'll tell you why in a moment. But let me introduce him quickly because the message I heard at 9 o'clock touched my heart. It pierced every heart that was in the place. So get ready to hear a word from the Lord. Pastor Ron McManus pastored in Winston-Salem, North Carolina for 18 years. Church of about 300 people grew to 3,000. Phenomenal leader, anointed servant of God. As God moved him on beyond that place, he has served as a seminar speaker, church growth consultant, just church consultant all over the United States is in demand um, to some degree, to quite some degree. He has a heart for pastors. He's really a pastor's pastor and a great heart for leaders. And he's helped a lot of churches that were in struggling places and brought them to a healthy place insert fountain of life four years ago and those of you who are here know the church was going through some difficult times those of you who are newer you don't realize that the church hit some very difficult days ron mcmanus was brought to the fountain of life he's really part of this family four years ago and he began to help walk this church through some difficult days to a place of really great health And they were searching for a pastor for about two and a half years. Enter me. I was in White Plains, New York, had no resume. God was building the church there. We had planted two campuses. I had no thought of ever leaving there, never starting over again. And I got a call one day. I still to this day don't know the whole backstory, how they even heard about me. But I'll tell you what, God knows how to connect the dots. And I remember where I was standing, Ron. I remember, I, I remember the, it was a sunny day. I was in the parking lot when you called and asked me if I would consider, would I prayerfully consider coming and talking to this board? That was in October. The Sunday after Thanksgiving, I was elected. I, I mean, Pastor Ron McManus, we, this church, Fountain of Life, will be forever grateful to you, brother, for your great leadership you brought to this church. Would you stand to your feet, put your hands together, and welcome back home, Dr. Ron McManus. I love you, man. I love you. Thank you so much, Pastor. Well, good morning. What an exciting joy it is to be back at Fountain of Life. You all are part of my life, and uh, so it's just a joy to be here today. And, and I'm so excited about what God's doing here at this great church. I say often, no church has a future unless its dreams are bigger than its memories. Amen. How many know we don't need any more museums in New Jersey called churches? I'm grateful that God is mightily using our pastor and the leadership of this church to change the destiny of Burlington County and all of Jersey. 
Thank you, both of you. Yes. I have been in the bleachers for about two and a half years. Uh, I was doing another interim over in Philadelphia, but just watching with a joy and excitement as I've seen what God has done here at Fountain of Life, moving this church to a, a new place. And uh, so grateful for our pastor. He's my pastor here at Fountain as well. And so it's just a joy for me to be here today with you. And, and uh, how many can agree the greatest days for this church are ahead of us? Amen. 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 Uh, God has begun a great thing over these last two and a half years that uh, is just going to continue to multiply with a great staff and team that are here along with Pastor. This morning, I want to talk to you about a place. 1 Samuel chapter 7, verse 12. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up on between Mizpah and Shin. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord hath helped us. I'm amazed and fascinated about the power of a word. Things that have been lying dormant in the mind's subconscious for years can be brought to the surface with one word. Events, conversations from the past can be triggered with the expression of one single word. It all comes back to us in a moment when we hear one word. Cities are that way for me. I, I, many of you know I grew up in the city of New Orleans, Louisiana. That's right, it's Louisiana. My mama's Cajun French, and uh, anytime your last name ends in an E-A-U-X, you know it's the real deal. Have you ever seen those swamp people on television? They're probably my relatives. It takes 10 swamp guys to make a full set of teeth, but that story's for another day. That's right, I can talk about my people. But you know, when, when, when you hear the term New Orleans, some of you think of Katrina, the great hurricane that came, that kind of uh, flooded New Orleans. And you know, people would say, you know, that's God's judgment on that wicked city, New Orleans. There's not but one problem with that story. Bourbon Street didn't get flooded. So it's like, if, if that was the intention, God's in heaven saying, <clears throat> Oh my gosh, I missed it. I don't think so. Other cities, when you mention them, they have thoughts that come. Honolulu, I want to go there. New York City, where I have on my phone the 10 most incredible restaurants in that city because Pastor Russ and I are foodies. And we know where those places are. In fact, he's promised me he's going to take me somewhere today. I've never been before. That would be a miracle. Because <laughs> I knew everything within 100 miles of this church. When you say the Calcutta, India, I, can, I get a mental picture. I can almost smell curry. Cities bring back memories. You remember places and time in your life where there was some event that took place that were, was, uh, was a game changer for your life or where you proposed to somebody or, you know, 
Names are important. And when you come to the Word of God, names are very important. Names of cities, names of locations. The place that's very, very famous in the Word of God is called Ebenezer. It's obscure today because time has almost buried it, but it held incredible meaning for the children of Israel. I would like to have you join me in a few minutes for uh, taking a journey back to that place, Ebenezer. Our text says that Samuel took a stone and set it up up between Mizpah and Shen, and he named it Ebenezer, saying, thus far has the Lord helped us. But we need to know the backstory about Ebenezer. Because Ebenezer was a place of defeat for the people of God. 20 years before, in chapter 4 and 5, tell us the story. One of the greatest disasters that ever happened to the people of God happened at Ebenezer. They were fighting the Philistines and they had become a, a corrupt people. They had ceased to follow God, the people had. They had corrupted the priesthood. It was a dark day in the lives of the children of Israel when the ark of the Lord was lost to the Philistines. The high priest's two sons were lost in the battle. When the word got back to Eli, the high priest, the, the word says that he toppled over and died himself. One of the high priest's son's wife was expecting a child, and immediately after the word came, the child was born to a widow named Ichabod. The glory has departed. What a tragic day in the lives of God's people when the consciousness of the presence of Almighty God, because of their disobedience, because of their failure, had caused them to lose one of the most devastating defeats in all of the Scripture. Israel had lost sight of their divine priorities. Israel had depended on form and ritual to get through. And when the battle wasn't going well, Israel brought in the Ark of the Covenant and said, well, you know, let's, the Ark of Covenant will save us. But the Ark couldn't save them because you see, friends, you come into this room today and I joined Pastor Matt in saying, I felt that today is such an incredible presence of the Lord in the house. But that won't fix your problem unless you're willing to come and bring it to the Lord in the midst of his presence. Because the Ark of the Covenant was with them, did not ensure victory anymore because their hearts had turned away. It's our faithfulness before God. It's our walking with him that makes it easy when we face crisis moments because we're already in relationship. Ebenezer became the battlefield of great defeat. For Napoleon, it was Waterloo. At the Civil War, it was Vicksburg. For Hitler, it was uh, Leningrad. For America, it was Pearl Harbor. For the Japanese, it was Nagasaki and Hiroshima. For the people of God, it was Ebenezer. There are people in this room this morning, you face battlefields in your own life. There, you face situations in your life that spell defeat for you. Places where you, you, you faced a crisis and, and you did not follow God's direction and leadership. Maybe it was unforgiveness or maybe it was pride or maybe it was anger or maybe it was selfishness. I don't know what it was, but something that tripped, it, you, tripped you up. Places where you lost ground. Places of defeat in your life. 
And here's what happens to some Christians when they face those moments of defeat, sometimes of their own making. Maybe it was a divorce. Maybe it was a situation in the church. Maybe it was somebody who failed you at work. Maybe it was your parents, your mom or a dad who didn't do what they should have done. Maybe it was just something you did that just messed your life up. And when you face that moment, you've got a decision to make. Am I going to let God deal with whatever's going on in my life at that moment? Or am I going to run from it? And here's the tragedy of what some, some people do, church people. Rather than face it with God, they run from it. Isn't it amazing how we don't think God knows what's going on? You know, it's like the, like the guy that came home drunk and his wife kind of helped him into bed and she said, do you want me to pray for you? He said, yes, please do. She said, God, here, before you lies John drunk. He said, no, 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 just tell God I'm sick. <laughs> you ever done that? You face those moments, and then you, what you do is you run away. Now, you still may go to church. You still may look the part. But you and God know that something happened at Ebenezer that stopped your spiritual progress. And here's the problem. The problem is God has so much planned for you out here. He has so much he desires to do with you and through you and he's saying, come on. God's saying, you know what? Deal with that unforgiveness. Deal with that anger. Deal with that situation in your life because I got plans for you. And you can't get there if you run away from it. See, there are people, they're not in church today. You know why? They're still home pouting about what happened to them 22 years ago. And they blame God, they blame the church, they blame the whole world. But the fact of the matter is, it's about you. You and God. And what happens is, your spiritual progress ceases to move forward. And here's what I know about what happens here. You, you can put on, the, on the, the look that you still got it all together, but you're just not a happy camper anymore. You're just miserable. How many of you know misery loves company? And you never feel like you're quite getting there anymore. And that's what happened to the people of God. They failed miserably. They had their, the high priest, Eli, is dead. Two of their other high priests are dead. They've got a baby born now to a widow named Ichabod. And the worst of all, they lost the Ark of the Covenant, which represented the presence of God. It's all gone. And when you face those kind of moments in your own life, you need to do what these people did at Ebenezer. It was the place of an unbelievable defeat. But what they did is they made a decision at that place to call out unto God. 
to acknowledge their failure, to acknowledge that they didn't make it right, to acknowledge that they, they made decisions that affected what happened to them in that moment. We hope you enjoyed the Daily Word from the Fountain. The Fountain of Life is located at 2035 Columbus Road in Burlington, New Jersey. Pastor Russ would love to meet you this Sunday at either of our 9 or 11 a.m. services. For directions or more information, please feel free to contact us by calling 609-499-2131 or visit our website at flcnj.org. On behalf of Pastor Russ, thanks for listening to today's message on Life Radio WIFI, your inspiration station.